Happy birthday, John Tornell. Happy birthday, John Tornell. You probably killed your nephews, but you still deserve the fair trial. Welcome to Sideshow. It's John Tornell's birthday. I learned that today um, from the delightful Instagram page, SatsUpNuclear. They post some really cool stuff about the uh, nuclear towers out in SatsUp, obviously, and they are one of my favorite accounts for a lot of reasons, but I will admit that the first one is because they follow the podcast and my personal page, and it makes me laugh when they like my pictures, and it's like the SatsUp nuclear tower liked your selfie. Gives me a little ego boost. It's like a whole building liked my picture. So let's start this episode out with some exciting news. This is the first episode that I'm recording in the brand new Olympia Oddity studio, and it feels so cool and so good to be in here doing this. I did the last one for my bedroom floor, kind of as a throwback to like get back to the roots where we started, but there's something about sitting at a desk with like a little whiteboard planner that I got with my entire week laid out, with my interface that I got that's all mine, that just feels so good. I did try to have Otter, the podcat, in here earlier, but he um he immediately started rubbing his face on the laptop, knocked over all my drinks on the table, and started purring aggressively loud to the mic, like ne- right next to the mic. So um he's no longer in the room with us for this one, but we will try again next time and see if he calms down a little bit. The entire concept of being able to hang out in here is very exciting to him. It's honestly adorable. We have like a little couch, a little like spot for the guests set up to just kick it beforehand and just chill out afterwards. And he has totally taken over the couch as his own. He's like the manager of this space. Speaking of guests, we were supposed to have our first guest for Sideshow this week. Unfortunately, they had some family issues pop up, so that's no big deal. I had a super packed weekend, so I figured that we could cover that, get into some of the fun stuff I've been doing, kind of wrap it up. To start off, I had my second ever time being a stage kitten at a burlesque show. It went well. There was a couple technical difficulties, and I definitely got some good notes and like good advice to like work with and like some strategies and stuff to try out next time that I'm like, I feel good. I love having like a game plan. I'm kind of like a planner and a detail person. So I like the more information and the more organized and the better plan I can have, the more I feel like good about the work that I'm able to do. So I'm really, really excited to look forward to the next one because as I was walking out the door of this show, I got hired for the next one, which is really exciting. If you'd asked me at the beginning of the summer, if I would um, be doing burlesque shows, I would have been like, probably not. But now that I'm in them, I'm like, this is exactly what I needed right now. It's been so much fun and just really cool to kind of create, get to like, take like my pinup persona of Lucky Latigo and turn it into this like, even more like larger than life type character. It's so fun. I did this very westerny, very like, pony era Orville Peck themed look where I actually like spray painted these old target booties I had and like rhinestone them with like it felt like a million rhinestones and I learned how to rhinestone stuff that was super fun that's a really soothing hobby you want to talk soothing throw on a true crime podcast get yourself some rhinestones and just bedazzle the crap out of something anything I don't care if it's a piece of cardboard like you will feel so good at the end of it and it's just so satisfying to like 
just pick up and stick like a million little rhinestones onto something. I want to do it again immediately, but I don't really have anything to rhinestone. So maybe I'm going to start outsourcing that and being like, does anyone have anything that they want me to stick a bunch of gems all over? Because I will gladly do it while watching you or something. So the next day... I went to the Roy Pioneer Rodeo, which was so fun. I love rodeo. I kept missing them this year. Like, I missed the Oakville one. I missed the Elmo one. I missed the Pialup. Those are, like, the ones that I usually try to make sure that I go to at least one of them. And um, my good friend Janiel was like, hey, let's go to the Roy one this year. It hasn't happened yet. It's still coming up. Let's go for it. And so we did. And... Honestly, as a rodeo fan, I recommend going with people who don't know what's going on. The pure enjoyment I got of answering, like, what's a steer? Why are they bucking? How do they get the bull mad? Um, It made me feel super smart. But also at the same time, it was just, it's always fun to get to talk about, like, your passions and just, like, be a dork and nerd out and, like, explain things. And I'm like, this is barrel racing. And the goal is to go as fast as you can around the three cans. And it's also really cool because I got to show, like... My friends who might have not necessarily known me when I was like competing on drill teams or stuff or uh, doing barrel racing or anything like just showing them an example of the sport and being like, yeah, I used to be cool. I used to do that. But now me and my horses are both old and we just like to fart around, which is still equally as fun. But it did make me miss it a little bit. I'm not going to lie. I was watching the drill team. It was American made. They're a fantastic local team. They're so good. They're like probably one of the best local teams. And I was just watching them and I was just like, man, I do miss doing some of that stuff. Like, it's fine to have senior horses and everything. And I'm super thankful that they gave me so many good years and miles. And, you know, we did so much stuff together, but it's it's just different when they get older. But I am thankful that they're both around and I don't want anyone to take that the wrong way. Like, I'm thankful for any time that I get to spend with horses. And then the next day, I kind of went on like an impromptu slightly planned, lightly planned, moderately planned camping trip. Uh um I keep wanting to say Prosser. It's not Prosser. That's on like so far away. Porter Creek. Porter Creek Camp Porter Creek Campground with um like this guy I've been like I don't know I don't know if I want to say going on dates or hanging out with, but you know, seeing being in the presence of enjoying my time i'll say that i guess look at me being all coy but um so i get there and like i get out of the car and i like get my stuff and i just start talking and i like saw this like white van out of the corner of my eye and it just goes behind me and i'm like oh and then um they're like that was the coroner and i'm just like the coroner's leaving as i'm showing up and they're like yeah um, I guess somebody was either in, like, a dirt bike or, like, four-wheeler accident or something like that and ended up hitting something on the trail, and it was a fatality. So that was sad. Kind of had a weird vibe to the day because of that, and it rained the entire time. But it's never a good never a good sign when you show up at the campground and the coroner's there. And, of course, I took, like, the weirdest, longest back roads way out there possible. It's really not that weird. It's kind of a straight shot, honestly. But it takes me through good old Oakville, where I did think about the good old Oakville blobs, but also that giant Bigfoot statue that they put there that I still have not gotten a picture with. Where it's like, what am I doing? I thought about stopping on the way in, and then I realized that I would like have to put my phone across the street 
and like leave it on a video and like run back across the street try to get like a self-time you know like a video and take a selfie of it of me with the bigfoot and it was like raining and it was also like labor day traffic and i didn't really want to make a big spectacle of myself and then on the way back i was like screw it i'll make a spectacle of myself but my phone was at like five percent so i'm just gonna have to make another trip out there and finally get my picture with the big guy himself i feel like i have every other quality bigfoot statue in the state documented via a picture with me except for that big beautiful one out in oakville and he really is just a big old stunner oh speaking of bigfoot too when i was walking down by the creek um at the campground i found this weird indent that was very obviously caused by erosion but it did look exactly like a bigfoot footprint so i will be posting that on the instagram and the facebook group for the podcast so if you guys want to check that out you can along with the bluest crawdad i have ever seen in my entire life we were like flipping over rocks and stuff looking for cool stuff as one does and yeah this just weird little crawdad shot out and all of a sudden i was like that is the most blue crawdad i have ever seen in my entire life and i got him to fight a little stick for a second and i tried to pick him up but he really uh he really didn't want that to be part of the plan so i just kind of like let him go and then I was a little worried he was going to, like, track me down and, like, crawl into my tent at night. And he was going to, like, wake me up by, like, clipping onto my ear or my nose or something. For spookiness, let me think if anything really happened there. Um, ooh, there was one moment where we were both, like, oh, we were chilling. It was still daytime. We were both in the tent, and it was just, like, raining. So we were, like, fuck it, let's get out of the rain. And we hear this crack. Well, no, wait, we had the tent door open, the tent flap open. And we're, like, both looking out, and then, like, this tree branch just goes, and just, like, breaks and falls at the very edge of our camp. And we were, like, Agropelter, is that you? The ghost of John Tornow? Are you coming to chase us out of the woods? Like, it was definitely really creepy, but I am glad that it happened during the day, because if that happened during the middle of the night, I probably would have ran and got in my car and just drove home. Like, I would have been way, way too afraid. But yeah, for being such a spooky place at night, it was honestly really gorgeous during the day. And we got like this really cool camping spot that was really like right next to a creek. And it had this cool tree that we could use as a bench. And it was just a vibe. It had this stump that you can go inside of that I was using to go pee. So we were calling it the piss stump. Well, honestly, I was calling it the piss stump, which isn't a very flattering name. But like, that's what it was at the end of the day. For our next little sideshow segment, I thought that it would be fun to give some little shout outs to some local events going on that kind of either like relate to things that I've talked about or I just thought were interesting. So the first one is that somebody wrote a play about the sinking of the Andalana, and that's going to run from October 27th to November 19th in Tacoma. And I think that the Facebook post said that it was um, on Fridays and Saturdays, I believe. I think that Pretty Gritty Tours posted about it. So check that out. Or like if you type in like Andalana Play, I'm sure it will pop up. And the other one is another Pretty Gritty Tours thing. Obviously not affiliated. I just saw this pop up on Facebook and it sounded really cool. And if I wasn't house sitting, I would really, really like to go to it. So I figured I would let everyone else know and you guys can go and tell me how it was. And I can live vicariously through you. So that is the Olympia History and Haunted Tour, and that is on uh, September 23rd from 6 to 7.30, and that is 
somewhere downtown Olympia. I forgot to write that part down. But um, once again, go check out the Pretty Gritty Facebook page, and I'm sure you can find all the info for that. If I wasn't going to be up in Tacoma that week, I would definitely be there. Super excited to hear everything weird about Olympia. And I was wondering, I know it's been a while, but would y'all mind if I did a little Trista's True Crime Roundup? All right, now if you hear any scratching, it's my cat desperately trying to break back into the studio, not anyone trying to break out of the studio. Let's start off with some from the uh, from Lewis County, posted by the Chronicle newspaper in their siren section. This one says, A vehicle prowl was reported in a hospital parking lot in the 900 block of South Schuber Road at 12.50 p.m. on August 27th. The vehicle's owner told officers the suspect shoved a cigar into his ignition, stole various items, and urinated inside of his vehicle. Well then, we've got a 25-year-old man arrested in the 900 block of South Market Boulevard just before 9.30 p.m. on August 25th and was booked into the Lewis County Jail for allegedly headbutting someone in the face. I love a good headbutt. I love that that was like his first... I don't love it, but you know what I mean. Like, there's something about, like, headbutting someone that's such, like, an unexpected move. I feel like he really had the element of surprise with him on that one. Now, this next one, I admit, came from way earlier this year. But stay with me. Stay with me. This one's from May 18th. We've got a caller reported that there was a shirtless man who looked like Kid Rock who was screaming at a lady by a car wash in the 600 block of Northwest Arkansas Way around 9 a.m. You cannot convince me that that was not just Kid Rock. You see how mad he's been this year about, like, literally everything? Ranting and raving shirtless at a car wash at 9 a.m. in Lewis County? Yeah, that sounds about right. I could see it happening. All right, now we're popping back over to Thurston County Scanner. And boy, let me tell you, these are all just from the past couple days. People have been real weird. I don't know if it was like the, the double full moon thing, the blue moon. I don't know if it's just summer winding down that people are starting to get a little little cray-cray out there. But um, let's see. This one says, Lacey police responded to a narcotics complaint slash possible DUI at Pacific Northwest Baristas. A male in a silver Dodge minivan was seen in the drive-thru with a bag of drugs in his lap, which he told them it was meth. He then attempted to pay for his order with the meth before leaving. Now, like, gonna say it here, I don't purchase the meth. Should, you would think that, like, coffee would be less expensive than meth. But I don't know what the meth-based economy is like. But I do buy a lot of iced coffee. And I'll say that will run you anywhere from, like, four bucks to, like, seven or eight, depending on, like, how fancy you're getting it and where you're going. It, it, that just doesn't seem like a fair trade. It seems like that guy was like, I don't know. It seems like he should really like rethink his like bartering and haggling skills before trying to pull something like that one. All right, this one's from two days ago. Tumwater police slash fire are responding to a physical disturbance at La Patrona on Capitol Boulevard Southeast. This is a group of about 20 physically fighting. One person is un- unconscious. This is in the parking lot. There's a nurse on site checking on the unconscious person. Um, Update to 125. 
a.m. Tumwater units are on scene reporting a large crowd that isn't cooperating, requesting a Thurston County Sheriff's Office and Olympia Police Department priority. This isn't the first time that I've seen something like this happen at La Patrona. What is going on there that's causing like 20 to 30 people bar fights out in the parking lot? It's kind of fun. Should I start going to La Patrona? Maybe not. I don't need that kind of drama in my life. If I'm going, I'm hitting record. I'm just going to have my phone recording the entire night. I'm getting TikTok content out of it. But what in the world is going on there? All right. And then I think my favorite one. Because this is so Friday Night Lights. This is so ABC Family drama plot point. Olympia police are on scene of a large disturbance at Ingersoll Stadium on North Street at the football game. This was a physical fight between the two football teams, Capitol High School and Thomas Jefferson High School. Officers and school staff got them separated and the visiting team is back on their buses headed home. We don't believe anyone was injured. Where it's like... How does this even happen? I need to know everything about this. If anyone was there, please write in and tell me what happened. Like, how do two full football teams start having an all-out brawl? I'm imagining, like, sneakers flying. The little, like, towels are flying through the air. Gatorade's being poured. Definite, so much Gatorade's being poured. But I read that the other night, and I was like, what is happening? Like, there was just so much erratic stuff happening left and right lately that I was like, I have to bring back Trista's True Crime Roundup. The local stories have just been too too good not to have to share them with someone. I just, I don't know what to do with, I read these, and they gotta go somewhere. So this is me putting them back out into the internet, or into the universe and the internet. So everyone now can be like, what causes two high school football games, or teams, to start fighting each other? What's going on at La Patrona? It's causing 20 people to get into fights at a time. What's up with the mask? Everyone chill out. I'm going to quote that one sheriff from Florida who was like, drink a Mountain Dew and have a moon pie and everyone calm down. Because that kind of seems like what everyone needs to do lately. Well, I think that's a good place to kind of wrap up our end of summer. Another solo Trista sideshow. I do have lots of guests planned and... I'm going to get around to contacting people that I haven't already, and hopefully we'll get someone on here soon and get that set up, and I'll have a nice sideshow guest for you guys to all listen to. I am planning on recording a full normal episode sometime this week, so that should be out by the end of the week. I'm thinking that it's going to be probably missing person or something like that. Maybe a cryptid, but it's been a while since I talked about a missing person, and I'd really like to... I think that that's where I'm. my heart's steering me that way, if you know what I mean. But... Until next time, friends, have a good one. Uh, go check out those live events like the uh, the Pretty Gritty one and then the Andalana Shipwreck. I think that those would be awesome to go to. I might try to go to the play because I think that that would be really cool to see. But, you know, until next time, friends. <laughs>